There is a reality show that is casting in the area, and this is through Vine Wright Productions, and to talk about that now is the local film commissioner, Cassandra Hesseltine, and also Stacy Margetts Farrell, who is a reality TV show producer. So good morning to you both. Good morning. Hello. Hi, John. Now, Cassandra, I know you. You do know me. I've known you for a while now. You have. And you tip me off. Actually, you don't tip me off about anything. No, but mm-hmm. uh, I try not to. Are there any productions <laughs> upcoming outside of this reality TV show that you could possibly uh, tease for me? Or is there anything that's about to happen? Sure. No. <laughs> is there a movie? Uh, is there a, oh, yeah. a commercial? I mean, of course, we're going to get to the, t- the reality TV show in a second. But right. Is anything, are we in the cusp of something exciting? Exciting. Probably, but I don't even know about it. Um, a lot of times, this is actually our downtime. Wintertime right now is when everybody is thinking of their ideas. And so what will happen is, in the next month to two, I'll, my phone will start ringing off the hook, and I'll start getting all the phone calls of, hey, do you have this? Do you have that? And that's when we'll really kind of find out what our, our summer and fall will look like. That's our main uh, filming season. I see. Okay. Yeah. Now, I heard about this reality TV show through you, clearly. You did. And uh, is this being publicized elsewhere somewhere on Craigslist or on the Film Commission's uh, Facebook page somewhere? Yeah, we're going to be putting it on Facebook and on our website. Um, We did just send out the press release and we put it on the news last night as well as radio stations and things like that. On the news? What does that mean? Well, I was on the news last night. You don't don't watch the local news? You didn't see me on there? What's up with you? So that's on KIM? Yes, okay. yes. Uh, once a month, I do an update of what what's going on in the film world you up do. here. I do. What? How do you I've not know this? <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, that one one once a month. You, you miss me? How is that? All right, I will, I will look for that. I, I will. I promise. Yeah, it's very exciting. It, it, but you have uh, brought by now someone presumably from Vinewright Productions. I have. Okay, and that she is, is sitting uh, here. Yeah. Stacy Margaret's Farrell. So you are a bona fide reality TV producer. I am. Oh, I should have told you about that. No, we can. Oh. Sorry about that. That was my fault. Got it. I'm here. There we go. <laughs> I'm officially here now. So, but you've been doing this for a while. I would. Imagine. I've been doing this for about 15 years. 15 years. Oh yeah, 15 years in reality real- television. How did you get involved with that? Oh, I kind of fell into it. I was actually um, an advertise. I was an advertising um, advertising agency as a producer. And one day, over a bottle of wine, I met a girl who was producing reality TV and said, "I can make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> Come to the dark side." <laughs> was that the case? Was and it a very good offer? I, Working reality TV, I would imagine it's lucrative, depending on what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's not as lucrative as you would think, but um, but it was it was better than my advertising agency gig. And the thing about reality is, you know, especially when there's the strike was going on and there was all kinds of things happening in Hollywood and um, reality is not covered by union. So we were all working and we were working constantly. And when I got into it was when reality just had started. I mean, and kind of the boom of reality TV. So if you, if you got in early, then it's like a family and you could just work constantly. Is that good or bad that there, the union is not involved? Um, it depends who you're talking to. Right. It's well, bad you, for the think? actual person right. that's working, but for the companies, mm. for the big corporations, it's great because it's it's less money because you can have someone come work for 12 and 14 hours. Okay. But um, uh, now they're starting. The union is starting to get involved, and now a lot of shows are being covered by the union because reality is obviously taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas before, when it first started, the unions didn't really know how to cover it because it was so new. Now. I have some ideas about why reality TV has become as big uh, as, as it has. And I, I've read some ideas that, oh, because it's, well, first of all, somewhat cheap to produce. Uh, that's one option. But you know a lot more about that than I do. Mm-hmm. And 
Well, first of all, and then second of all, people like it. People are watching. I mean, that's just a fact. If people weren't watching, mm-hmm. people would go elsewhere. So people mm-hmm. sort of just scoff, oh, it's a reality show. I don't like that. Well, someone's watching. The, the ratings are there. Otherwise, the networks wouldn't pick them up. A lot of people are watching. And you're right. It is a lot, it's a lot cheaper to produce because you're not paying these really high fees to actors, for instance. It doesn't need to be shot on a big stage. You can just now, especially with the prosumer you know, cameras, you can just go out with a pretty, pretty cheap little camera and just one guy can shoot it. You know, a lot of it anyway. So it's a lot cheaper. And a lot of people are watching. I mean, think it's... It's like they're just not admitting. The, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> that's no, that's correct. Yeah, I they mean, make fun of it, and then they secretly uh-huh. have these shows that they watch. Yeah, it's like their dirty little secret, their dirty mm-hmm. little addiction. Yeah. I think on a lot of these shows, but it, I think it gives them a little outlet to them, you know, a little bad part of themselves if they're, you know, some of these shows that they're watching. What are some of the shows that you've worked on in the past? Um, I've done Dancing with the Stars. Ooh. Yeah, right. so that's a really good one, and that's more of a stage, um, stage set show. I did uh, the Hogan, um, the Hogan family show called Hogan Knows Best. Hulk Hogan and his family. That was that was wild. Um, I recently did a show with Jerry Springer called Baggage. That's kind of become like a little bit of a cult kind of following to it. Um, and then I've done a lot of live shows. So I've done all the I work for E Entertainment a lot, doing all their live from the red carpets for various award shows. And um, I did the Rose Parade. You did? Uh huh. Okay. I did. So I, I, I've kind of gone um, a very broad spectrum between reality and live shows. I've not watched a great deal of reality TV, but I've watched enough to know what's happening. And, of course, there's this perception that it's manufactured to an extent. Mm -hmm. There are writers, and there's time compression, so things are not exactly as real as they are in our daily uh, lives. But So what what is the difference between real life and reality TV, as far as you're concerned? Because you are involved with the process. I am in the middle of it. You are? I am smack dab in the middle of it. Um, You know, I think... For a little while with shows like The Hills and those kind of shows, it kind of it got away from reality and they started mm-hmm. to be shot like a scripted show. But then people lately, or I wouldn't say lately, in the last couple of years have really caught on to that. So now you're seeing a lot more what we call docu-series. And so those are not as manufactured. A lot of times what will be manufactured is... The situation. So, okay, today you guys are going to go to the county fair. And then whatever happens at the county fair with that family, that is not manufactured. That's just... It is what it is, but I think now we are getting a lot away from um, the manufactured shows because people are people are catching on to it. You could do it a few years ago because no one knew what reality was. Everyone just assumed it was all real, but now people are too smart. So now we really are going towards just capturing, and it's all about the characters and the characters that can just be themselves and are interesting to watch. Some of the people that I see on uh, reality TV shows seem a bit unstable to me, or they're uh, <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> The people that Shocking. I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily want to hang out with. Sure. They seem bizarre. But you want to watch them. From a distance. Yeah. That's why you have the TV screen. So is that is that something that you look for? Someone who is not all there? or I mean, of course it varies. I, I was about to say, I think it really varies. I mean, there is shows, like there's this show right now called Duck Dynasty, which is kind of this mm-hmm. family that's made all this money um, off of um, duck hunting gear. And... They're all there. I think they're really mm-hmm. kind of a neat family, but they're doing a, kind of a different business that you wouldn't expect or that a lot of people don't know about. So I guess I guess and they're playful. I think the thing with them is they're yeah they're, they're, they're there. fun and they're running yeah. a successful business, but it's not necessarily a business that a lot of people are familiar with. So it's right. it's intriguing to watch. You know what's going on there. Um, I think oh yeah, it's great if you have totally 
out of their mind characters, they're really fun to watch. Do we necessarily look for a crazy person? I wouldn't say so. <laughs> Isn't there some sort of a level of, of danger in putting someone who is not exactly uh, prepared for life into these, I don't want to say extreme situations, but does it ever uh, uh, cross, it would cross my mind, like, okay, I'm going to put this person in a situation that they may not react too well uh, to, or something on, on that level. I mean, have there been any, I don't want to say disasters, but things that just went south on you, or someone got punched, or who knows? That's great TV. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> but still, you're responsible yeah. for these. Yeah. 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 I did work on a show, a reality show with Andy Dick for a couple seasons, and I will not get into specifics, but yes, there was some disasters and holy crap moments. Where where is he now, by the way? Um, You know, I have no idea. I really, I worked on, I worked with him for years, and last I I was around him, he was in this little, uh, he owned an apartment complex in Los Angeles. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. That he rented out to a lot of young people that he had done a lot of reality shows with. Okay. But uh, just, uh, do you know if he's cleaned himself up or is he still involved? As far as I know, he goes back and forth with that. I know he has a son, so I think he kind of tries to clean himself up for him. Okay. But I haven't heard in years now, so maybe that means he's cleaned up. Okay. And you seem to be familiar, at least, uh, in, a, in a passing way with some of these shows that were mentioned. Do you watch a lot of reality TV, Cassandra? You seem like you do. <laughs> Accusing me of John? Do you watch reality TV? She's our target audience. (laughs) When I'm sick, yes. Like last week when I had the flu, I was on the couch watching all kinds of TV. Um, You know, I don't necessarily have the time, but you know, it it really is. I think one of those those moments for me, at least, I think, is when you you know I I need a little downtime. Click on the TV, and if I run into it, I don't have one that I'm addicted to. I was addicted to one years ago. I have which one? It's kind of embarrassing. That's what I want. Yes. Do you remember the Rock of Love with Brett? What's his name? Yes. Right. Did you work on that show? I worked on that. Oh show. my God! The first one, the very first mm-hmm. one that he did. I I believe I bought it. Mm-hmm. I bought. And the, then I did Charm School Rock of Love with all the girls. Oh, and you with the girls. Yes. You, you bought the DVD. I, no, no, no. I didn't <laughs> buy. I bought the idea that it was real. Oh, the first oh, one. I see. And then when he did it again the next season, then I was sadly disappointed. I thought he was really looking for love. <laughs> the oh. first one, and they and it just floored me how these women were and how it was, and he was sleeping with all of them. And all the different and they fell in love. I mean, these yeah. a lot of fell in love within a day. Yeah, so <laughs> I love. absolutely. I, I don't know if that's the word. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not sure either. But <laughs> so that one I was addicted to. I would every Sunday night go and find it and turn it on and have to tape it. I I, Why? I was crazy. I don't know. What was it? It, it was, was, was it part it, of your fantasy that you wanted to be part of no. his world? No, I thought they were so insane. It was a great moment to it, you know what I think it does for you is it gives you a, a break from your life. Not that my life was bad, but you know you you go through your own you know mundane things of whatever you're doing and this is such a great crazy little moment that you get this little break of reality and you're watching someone else's life and and at the time it was super interesting you know for me i was building a house and um and my husband and i were very busy and so this was we would watch it together and it was a little funny bonding moment you know on sunday nights that we'd watch this and we just it was so absurd we couldn't believe you know their lives and so different from ours well Stacey, how real was that show um, that show was, I mean, the obviously that kind of show is the situation. They're put into situations, obviously, because they're on dates and they're in a kind of a, but their personalities, we don't tell them to do things. We don't say, okay, today you're going to get in a fight. We don't do that kind of stuff. So their personalities and the way they responded to each other and to things, that was all real. That was all them. Now, were they making characters for their own selves and not telling us about it? I, I think yes. I mean, I think a lot of times people now go on reality thinking, okay, this is my chance to be a star, so I'm going to be a 
as crazy as possible right. because then they people know. are going to remember me. But is, that's not us. Do you encourage that? You know, if people want to be crazy on TV, that's that's their own. <laughs> you know, I mean. Do we encourage it? Sure, it's great TV. Because then you, you put them on the screen, and then that is the, all the encouragement they need. Yeah, right? absolutely. Crazy. Oh, yeah, they absolutely. Absolutely. And, of course, there's a psychological component to this, someone who craves that fame. What do you find uh, as a common thread? And, of course, all situations are different. But sure. just by and large, someone who wants to be on reality TV, is there something you can point to uh, that they, they sort of share a, a component to their personality? Or is it someone who, who just needs attention? You know, it's different because I think, um, like I did this one show call, um, about a hotel in, called Welcome to the Parker, about the Parker Hotel in Palm Springs. And that was truly just people working at the Parker hotel um their management signed on us on to do this show and they said they would do it and i think you know sometimes i think it's a little bit different i think people that sign up to actually you know for dating shows and that kind of stuff do crave the attention and want to be on tv whereas just a family that's kind of been sought out or a a little business that's been sought out by producers which is what we're doing now um i don't think those people necessarily crave it i think they think oh this could be fun and you know in the case of you know some businesses it could help their business you know, they because it's getting their business out there into the world, which is also a big one. Like with the Parker Hotel, I think that was kind of their idea was let's bring attention to the hotel. Um, so I think it's it depends on the show. Obviously, I think you know if, if it's just kind of about your business or your family or things like that, I don't think they necessarily crave it, but they think it might just be a fun thing to do. And in the note that I received from Cassandra. Uh, it says here uh, you were casting throughout Del Norte and Humboldt counties. Mm-hmm. You were looking for unique families, mm-hmm. unique jobs, or big personalities. Mm-hmm. All ages are welcome. Send in your story and why you think you would make a great reality show. And this is happening, or you need to do this by the 22nd of February. So time is, is short here. And you can email uh, Stacy through realitystacy at gmail.com. But what is this show? Well, what are you looking? What are you hoping to do here? So, what we're looking to do is basically, I'm I'm a producer that's contracted out by um, some Emmy-winning big production companies, and they are just interested, or I guess we, I should say, we are interested in this area because it is a unique area. Maybe it's people living off the grid. Maybe it's a dairy farmer family. Maybe you know, but it's the town itself, as we all know, is very eccentric. It has quite a reputation for all kinds of things. So, yeah. <laughs> um, growing tomatoes. Growing, yes, yeah, that's farming. right. Farm. Farming is very big here. So I think um, the area in itself just has quite a name. So we say that's kind of a character in its its own. And and it has great festivals. And it's just kind of a unique little place and kind of a hidden gem, I guess. And so um, it's kind of we just think we could find some really great kind of unique, different characters that are living in this area. What do you think the chances are, though, that somebody who's involved with a marijuana grow would want to be on a reality TV show? What? I would say close to zero. Well, probably. there is a, there is a couple shows coming right now. On, on Discovery. Yeah, on Pot Discovery. Cops. Pot Cops. And, and I, I can't talk about it. Weed Country. <laughs> yeah, and Weed <laughs> Country. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll talk. Yes. <laughs> she can talk. I yes. can't. <laughs> and, uh, and Weed Country. Hashtag. So the legalities of it, there is a way around the legalities of it. And that's basically my job to make sure, obviously, that anyone that we would represent for our show. I mean, it's representing our production company as well. So we have our own vested interests. But we would be interested in a family, I think, you know, someone that is, you know, is growing for their business or actually like a family that's, you know, someone you would un- not expect to be um, 
growing and, and that that's how they actually make their living and provide for their family would be interesting. And to kind of get away from the stereotypes as to what people think that that might be. Okay. And it is possible because if they are doing it legally and you as the, the producer, you've no desire to get them into any trouble. Absolutely. So right. You, right. you would take care of them. <laughs> Absolutely. We're, I mean, I'm. it's my interest as well. It's my personal interest as well. I mean, there's shows like Moonshiners and there's a lot of different shows. That show is out there. farce. Right. Come on. No, really. That, I don't know about that. And I've actually been watching it and trying to figure it out as a producer and I've actually tried to get a hold of one of the producers from it to see by the way, I've been stuck into that is, one too. I, I watch I shocking on reality TV, even though I don't. See, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. <laughs> that uh-huh, that, that show closet. is ridiculous. First of all, they they have actual footage from uh, dead deputies and other law enforcement uh, officers, but then they have this whole staged uh, parallel universe. That's all. Those are actors. Well, that's those what, are actors. See, I don't think they are. I, they can't. I'll bet you a hundred dollars. Okay, that's it right that's now, and I'm going to find out. Hundred bucks. I'm going to bring this producer Ooh, on. I'm going to hold. Okay. Uh, I promise you those okay. people are actors. And, they, and they, they just create these ridiculous sort of, oh, uh, situations that are not really happening. Because there they, would, would, would be the, the production company who would be engaging in this illegal activity. Well, that's what I don't... Well, we had the, the same thing with the Discovery Channel. We had, and what, how they did it was with two different teams. So they had a team that went with the cops, the sheriffs here for the, the two shows that are coming up. And then they had a team that went with... Um, anybody who wanted to tell their story about pot growing. And so they were trying to show, in this case, you know, it was more of a serious uh, documentary where they were trying to show the different sides to it. And what they did is they just split the teams up so that the left hand and the right hand weren't talking. Right. And they were able to keep it separate. And, and the sheriffs knew, hey, we don't want to know who you're who you're talking to or who you find. We understand that you're going to do that portion of the show, but that's not, that's not you know, cross it over and, and cause problems that way. So there is a possibility that maybe they're doing something like that. I don't know. I mean, obviously they have a whole other um they're, they're hyping it up and playing with it you know and having fun more with yeah, i've been trying to figure sides. this out i've been talking to cassandra about it a lot of, i was like i've got to get a hold of these producers yeah on this yeah show yeah i'm at the website now but really and <laughs> those again are just these fantasy characters I, I i know that to be true and and when and, 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 and what happened <laughs> here in, in humboldt yes you're right they did have those two teams that split they up they did mm-hmm. uh so and of course as you're a reporter or someone who's documenting a situation you can sort of witness things and then not get into trouble. Yes, so you're yeah, engaging absolutely. in legal activity. As long no. as we are not engaging in right. And also, with with growing, I mean, it is legal to an extent. Right. So. And there's the whole medical marijuana exactly aspect right. But they're it. not. she's not limited to just finding a growing family. Absolutely. She's limited to I anything. Know. You know. I, I, I but of course, that's worth it. But yes, yeah, so you're looking for... You know, you might be eccentric enough for us to have a reality TV sure. show on. We'll see. <laughs> Send me in your story. Okay, we'll do that. But so beyond the marijuana world, uh, who, who were you thinking of. Because well, you did say farmers and yeah, actually, I mean, I well, it kind of inspired me. I did see um, a couple dairy farmer, like a dairy farming family. I think would be interesting. Um, you know, a lot of times, like a juxtaposition of maybe a dairy farming family who you know is from the city so they're or something that's kind of you know that they're kind of a juxtaposition of themselves is always interesting um it could be someone like a family that's living off the grid even maybe that's growing all of their own food and you know to sustain their family it, there's a lot of different options and it, basically it's based on the characters do you have some so, ideas john maybe yeah, you know, <laughs> you're deep in thought I'm Pitch, him, well, Pitch well, him. I'm, I'm now again uh, focusing on the moonshiners tickle yeah. <laughs> that's not real come on that's not real. <laughs> 
tickled. They're good actors, okay? If they're not. $100. I'm going to hold $100. I'm right. coming back. So, but is there uh, the only the email address that people can use to contact you? It's realitystacy at gmail.com, but I'll have that through the website later. But is Perfect. there some other way to do that? No, that's the best way to get me. And then when you send in, I'm asking if you could send in pictures or videos if you have them. Um, obviously, a little story about yourselves, your family, your business, um, basically why you think that um, you know you would make a good reality show or possibly nominate somebody else, one of your friends. If there's some friends that you're listening to this right now and thinking, oh, they they would be great, send in a little story about them if they're interested. I'm going to nominate John. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looks like, looks I like we've, I've already, I guess it's canceled. I've already found my, found my guy. It's on. So again, just to beat it to death here, it's realitystacy at gmail.com, but go to the KSLG website, com website later and also the Facebook page and it'll, it'll be available, I promise. So, Stacy, thank you so much for coming down. Thank you very much for having me. I hope things work out. That is Stacy Morgetts Farrell and Cassandra Hesseltine, the film commissioner. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.